Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This is episode 36. It is another flashback episode as we fill the gulp between the early Infinity War release and Deadpool 2, which, spoiler, will be our movie we review next week. This week, um, we are discussing... Uh, we're flashing back to 1998 to discuss the Coen brothers, The Big Lebowski. If you listened to last week's episode and made it to the very end, congratulations. And also, you would know that... I also apologize. What'd you do? Well, like, I, was, I listened back to it. I was just again. like... Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> I just... Yeah. First of all, I think at one point I said ramping when I meant vamping. Um... Yeah, I just I just talked way too much during last episode, so I apologize, listener. Our one listener, <laughs> yeah, the one the one dude listening to us this whole time, which is me. I'm sorry, John. It's okay, John. You're the best. Oh, thanks, John. <laughs> the Big Lebowski was the Coen Brothers' follow up to Fargo, and was met with a lot of, huh? People, I guess, were anticipating them becoming more serious filmmakers i don't know fargo is very much in line with their movies before it i feel like um it's obviously not as zany as raising arizona but fargo was a big success won people a lot of awards they're nominated for oscars and then they made this ultimately silly uh detective story and that is not a slight on the movie in my opinion but um I'm intrigued for our conversation here because neither John nor Lauren has seen this film. And it is only John's only his second um, Coen Brothers film. Oh, no, no right? it it's, be it's my third. Because you what did the third? Burn After Reading, Suburbicon, and then... Suburbicon, is, he, they didn't direct that. It's not the same. Oh, that's right. Oh, did they not? Okay, I they didn't They wrote know. it, didn't they? George Clooney directed it. Yeah, they wrote, they wrote uh, Suburbicon, that's right. Ben picked this movie for us, so I guess Ben gets to start us off. The Big Lebowski, I remember watching it for the first time at a friend's house, just kind of, I I, I didn't know what I was getting into. A friend of mine was just like, dude, this movie's amazing, amazing. you're going to love it. I'm like, all right, all right. I mean, he'd recommended a few of the Highlander movies, so I wasn't sure if this was going to work or not. And... I when I when it started I was just kind of like Zach said, huh? And then it grew on me. Uh and by the end I was super into it, absolutely loved it. Um and I think that's it, its appeal isn't the story or any lines or anything the anything that really happens in the movie, but it's these characters and just how weird and strange they are like the way they just interact with each other in this world is what makes this movie better and i think the more you get to you know quote unquote know them the better the movie gets i've seen this movie at least a dozen times and it gets better with each rewatch in my opinion um this is probably one of my favorite movies ever like in my top 20 at a bare minimum old statement yeah it is but it's 
that I love it that much. It's it's just such a great movie. Do you love any other Coen Brothers movies though? Would you say? Um, yeah, I think Fargo is terrific. Um, you like True Grit, don't you? Yes, I loved True Grit as well. Uh, it's funny because until True Grit, um, I didn't think Jeff Bridges like. He was always the dude. There's nothing that could be even close to the dude. And then his rooster in True Grit was the only thing where I'm like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, he's still awesome. I love, I love Jeff Bridges. Um, even his like Obadiah Stane is like he's a great villain in Iron Man, but he's not, he's not the dude. Um, and I mean, like I've I've always liked John Goodman, and I think this is probably. When people ask me, like, why do you like John Goodman so much? It's probably this and Cloverfield Lane. Ten Cloverfield, ten Cloverfield Lane. Not um, the Flintstones? <laughs> uh, I had been meaning... I remember watching that VHS a lot. I actually had been meaning to rewatch the Flintstones, but I, uh, um, I doubt he's that great. It's this... this... John Goodman and STL person. Mm-hmm. Just like, putting that out After there. After high school. When you have... Peter Stormare's weirdest role, like, I feel like that's kind of an achievement in its own right. Like, Peter Stormare is just a weird guy in weird movies. And this movie is kind of what put him on my my radar. I'm just like, this dude, this nihilist guy is the weirdest. Steve Buscemi is also fantastic. I love Sam Elliott for the little bits he drops in at. Uh, John Turturro, out of fucking nowhere. Um, One of the best parts of the movie. John Turturro... His hockey and basketball both have some rating you get for how effective you are when you're on the court. And I think John Turturro might hit an all-time high in acting. His 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 plus minus would be about a billion in this movie, I think. Although he would definitely not say his name Jesus. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Who did you say? Sam Elliott? Yeah, he's the guy narrator. The, the cowboy. Oh, the cowboy. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. I need to talk about that guy when we get to that. <laughs> okay. Um, I also love, um, and I didn't appreciate him as much. Uh, I mean, this is the first time I super appreciated him, and I don't know why, but it's um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It, it to me is like well, so like the the universe of the Big Lebowski is just like this kind of slightly different universe than our own, and it feels like uh, Hoffman's character is the only person who. Like, he would be from our universe, just this kind of, you know, quote-unquote, normal guy just dealing with everybody else who is so not normal. He was the only guy I was okay with saying dude, because when he said it, it was somehow, like, endearing. Yeah, like... <laughs> it's like, this movie seriously ruined that word for me. It said, like, 150 <laughs> times. The only thing I think maybe beats that is man, and I think the F word. But that's, <laughs> like, Good job, your opinion, man. <laughs> Um, John, <laughs> tell us your thoughts. Um, for being my third ever Coen Brothers film, I guess, so the first one that I saw, I can't remember if, I think I saw, yeah, I saw No Country for Old Men first. Um, so that's interesting because that's definitely a more serious one. Um, and then I saw Bird After Reading, which I didn't get. Um, and I've seen bits and pieces of No Country, True or not it. No Country, I just said that. Yeah. Um Oh brother, where art thou? No, oh brother, where art thou? Which I the parts that I have seen, I've I've really liked. Um, so I knew this was an early one and a big one, and I guess I didn't realize 
Fargo got as much acclaim as it did, I always thought this was kind of the movie that made the Coen brothers. No, no, um, Far- I mean, Fargo put them on yeah, the apparently, map for appar- sure. Apparently not. So yeah, so and, I, I, I definitely need to go and watch Fargo. This movie, I, I loved the dialogue. I loved the characters. There are some great one-liners in here. Like when Jeff Bridges says, yeah, well, I still jerk off. <laughs> I just like, I like, <laughs> like there, there, there were so many lines like that that were amazing. And he played this character of like the epitome of what you would think of as a West coast slacker, just like, like middle aged bum. Like he, he lived that role and it was amazing. Um, which also puts all of his other things that I've seen him in, in, bigger context (laughs) and make it that much more impressive i think but yeah in terms of the story like i got what they were doing with the story but the story was kind of just i don't know it's not as it does like i'm not as hype on it as i expected i would be like it's not one of those movies where i'm just like oh yeah this is my like favorite one of my top movies of all time like you said ben even though there's a lot in it that i really like in terms of the characters and the dialogue um, and that's not to take away from the story because I also went back and I read some stuff in terms of what they were trying to go for. And I did kind of like this idea of they had this super confusing kind of whodunit mystery plot that at the same time is kind of irre- ir- irrelevant to the overall story kind of, or at least the story that they're trying to tell with their characters. Um, and I didn't mind that, but it's still, I kind of like a more cohesive plot or a more kind of intentional plot i guess i should say for a movie like this to be my favorite so i like it a lot um it's got some great dialogue i would definitely recommend people see it because it's got some wonderful characters just in terms even like john goodman like there was no actor or actress in this movie that like i didn't like they were all just kind of like either okay or i like really adored so you guys mentioned some john goodman uh john Turturro, who is severely <laughs> underrated and i'm glad he was in uh i'm glad he was in like he's been known for playing all these kind of like kooky characters whether it was the guy in whether it's jesus in this one or um the guy in oh brother where art thou or the the agent from transformers uh but he's a great actor and i was i was very glad to see him in uh the night of on hbo and i think that kind of added to his acclaim but anyway yeah amazing actors american amazing characters and dialogue uh okay plot uh 7.5 out of 10 (laughs) all right all right lauren sorry i was just checking to see if tara reed is still alive um, <laughs> she's an oldest shark. She's an oldest Shots shark. Of it's course, true. she's alive. She is. That's her most recent. Like I'm credit Sharknado Six. I think is what it was. Oh my god. Or, yeah, it's it's announced. Um, I, 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 I want I want people to know that the the I'm sorry. I was just checking to see if Tara Reid is still alive. Is definitely going into the 2.0 version <laughs> of the theme song. Yeah, um, so about this movie, I had no idea what it was about going in. I feel like for the longest time, I always just kind of blended this with um, being John Malkovich. <laughs> in which I hadn't seen either, so I think I just assumed they were the oh, same. Oh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be watching it next year. Oh, I, I watched it a few years ago. I can't remember oh, okay. a thing about it. 
No. <laughs> um, but like you guys are like, yeah, these characters are awesome. It's like I hate these characters. <laughs> yeah, rewatching so this annoying. movie, I was like, like, Lauren's gonna hate all yeah, these people. Walter yeah. is so. How are you say his name? Subject. Like, Subject. If you yeah. met him on Twitter, you would want to murder him. <laughs> oh <like>, yeah. <laughs> it's like in Jeff Bridges. It's like he's funny. In t- to the extent that I'm not really big on stoners, so I I liked some of his things. I thought his jelly sandals were funny, <laughs> um, but it was like maybe two thirds of the way through the movie that I finally started enjoying it. Mm. It's like it. Can I can I say also like it? It's just this, so absurd, guys. This movie wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's very absurd too, but. It's not as absurd in that kind of stoner like quality like you alluded to as I expected. Like whereas like yeah, Jeff Bridges' character smokes pot and his name is the dude or whatever, but it's also like he's just and they kind of introduce that at the very beginning. That's just kind of his lifestyle, but it's not like weed doesn't make up his oh, lifestyle. I know, I'm just saying weed is a part of I his would lifestyle. Not keep these two people in my life if I had the choice. Oh no, I hear what you're saying. Which is why it was kind of it was kind of endearing when it kind of turned into like just a like a buddy comedy or a friendship comedy sort of at the end where it was just like, well, that's kind of endearing like to see these two characters who have such crazy personalities still be so like drawn to one another. Dicks to Donnie. Oh, I uh, felt so bad. Oh, a hundred percent. Poor Steve Buscemi. And I hate that. (laughs) And like the fact that that entire running joke is kind of like. Well, no, it it's allusion to Fargo. Apparently, Steve Buscemi's character like never shuts up. So his character in their next movie is based on a character who just gets. Oh told my god, that makes it even time. better. That's so good. Oh. Yeah. See, that's one of the problems <laughs> I had with this movie. I felt like it was trying to be too clever sometimes. It's like just just stop it guys like i was reading the trivia for this thing i can't remember what it was it was something about like why he called it caucasians instead of white russians and it wasn't just because it's white russian it has something to do with some like region in russia that's like white snow or something it's like oh shut up (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and like it just the whole movie just made me want to watch kiss kiss bang bang again instead which in all fairness i don't remember that movie that well but (laughs) I'll just, I'd never say how, what I thought about the movie, but, um, I th- watching it this time, it's still great, 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 but I'm wondering if I've kind of plateaued on my enjoyment for it. Like Ben was saying how he still finds it funnier and funnier each time. And it's still very funny. And, you know, I hadn't seen it in a few years and I, I'm still laughing out loud at this movie. Um, but I think I probably would say I was a little higher on it 10 years ago. Than I am now, but um, oh well. I is that when is that when you had access to the good um, stuff? I never did the good stuff, um, but um, okay. I think also this movie's shelf life is a lot more exciting if you're around a bunch of people that quote it all the time, like I was in college. Um, so that 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 took it up a notch, I think, and removed from that environment. I think it loses just a tidbit of its mystique, but I think it's still just another. It's a great Cohen Brothers movie. But as a co as the Cohen aficionado of our podcast, um, I'm not. I don't know if I put it in their top five for me right now. They wouldn't even put it in their top five. It's like yeah, they have 
they have this quote that's like the movie is um is more of an enduring fascination for other people than it does for us yeah <laughs> that's I mean, well, how i feel I, about the movie it's like you I mean, guys the can obsession, love it it's okay <laughs> the obsession with the movie is like insane like the you know, and i mean it's that. like i can understand people not liking it because it is it is a super weird movie it's like that that's a charm or that's a huge detriment you know like i don't it, think weird weird's not the right word it's like yeah it's it's, it's barely it, it's just that it, it follows no structure at all yeah it's and... it's almost like like just following these characters around not even like the de- like like john said the detective story really isn't important oh yeah i had to start taking notes to make sure i was getting the <laughs> um and then and then they explain it to you in the last scene no, yep. oh <laughs> lauren you said uh you had something to say about sam elliott's character what uh what was that my thing I had to say is just, what the hell was that? <laughs> like he At the end of the movie, he's just like, you have to feel good knowing that the dude's out there. It's like, do I, Sam Elliott? <laughs> no, I don't. He just, he's just like preaching about how great this character is. It's like, I don't know what is going on right now. I think it's... I appreciate Sam Elliott's charm, though. With it. Like, he just has that glint in his eye. There's just like, you can tell he's like... He's actually... There's something about see, this guy. I, like, I really like the dude. say Los yeah. Angeles again, Sam Elliott. <laughs> And what does sometimes you eat the bar and sometimes the bar eats you mean? <laughs> it's it's Sam Elliott wisdom. It doesn't matter what it means. Yeah, and the dude will be using it later. I think that's one thing. I don't know. I guess I never put it together, but I saw or read something about this movie. Oh, I actually, The Ringer, the rewatchables did a podcast. They did a 10-year thing or 20, 20-year thing yep. podcast for it earlier this year and um but they i I don't know why i never picked up on it but just how many of the like that the dude is always saying things people said that he's in previous scenes or like saw on tv like the this aggression will not stand he saw on the tv at the beginning and that's just like there's like four or five examples of it i thought that was a clever bit of writing on imdb yeah i thought that was really um there, there, there's some cleverness to the writing there in that the dude just kind of grabs anything in his life and he, I, I don't even know if he is repeating himself. Or, <laughs> he's or, not even the main character or he's not even like the namesake of this movie. I feel like that mm-hmm. says a lot about his character and who he is. <laughs> well, he, he's a nobody. That's kind of the point, you know? Um, I love his um, tape he listening. He doesn't even get a rug back at the end. <laughs> I had actually, I had forgotten about that one scene, like, when he just walks out. Yep, he said I could take any rug I wanted. That, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a great line. That was good. So clutch. <laughs> um, um, also, yeah. I, I, like, I always, every time it always astounds me just how super crazy and bizarre uh, Julianne Moore is in this movie. Oh, she's like, so good in this movie. Yeah, but it's like every time it's like, yeah, she was super weird last time. Whoa, she's so much weirder. <laughs> yeah, but like oh, that whole scene where she's trying to get pregnant. I'm like, what is happening? She's <laughs> got a little. Like, when you just see her Lebowski, rolling up in the background, it's like, might... is she doing what I think she's doing? <laughs> it's a little Lebowski. He might be an urban achiever someday. That's Who knows? so creepy. It's like she's Which, she wants to have the baby of someone with the same name as her dad. It's like <laughs> <laughs> same name as her. Yeah. No, Good like point. literally same, <laughs> the same whole name as her dad, like first and last. 
Like you couldn't, you couldn't have found a better sperm donor. <laughs> well, she how wanted these, you uh, somebody who would want no involvement with the child. But <laughs> how many of these actors and act slash actresses were extensively into their career by this time? Because like people like Philip Seymour Hoffman or Tara Reid, I think, or all... Julianne Moore. Like, I mean, has Tara Reid actually gotten extensively into her career yet? I, just well, like, I don't know if this like, is extensively into her career. Yeah. I think this <laughs> was before. What was her one big movie? Van uh, Wilder? Uh, American Pie. She's in American Pie? This was yeah. pre-American okay, Pie. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to Google and it. And American Pie Hoffman, was 99, actually. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman was, was still... Um, uh, urban Legend? She was paying his due. Yeah. She's best, best known as... What was it? Uh, Vicky in the films American Pie and American Pie 2, The Big Lebowski, and, and Sharknado with its five sequels. Um, but Julianne Moore had just been previously nominated for an Oscar for Boogie Nights the year before. <laughs> she was filming Jurassic Park 2, I think, during this movie. <laughs> hey, there's that one great scene. It's crazy for me to go back and watch some of these films and be like, oh, wait these people were in this movie and be like oh like i wonder if they were like fairly new or just coming up and a few but obviously bridges had been around a while um yeah goodman well, what, so all those what would what would bridges is because this is one of those again a pity like or eponymous how do you say the word Ep- eponymous eponymous Epo- Epon- no eponymous rules definitely not saying that word right <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a role that like you you immediately think of when you think of Jeff Bridges. So like before, he like, was we're, we're, Starman. Oh, um, uh, what about um what Tron? Tron. Yeah. Was Tron before? Oh, I guess yeah, Tron. The had first to be Tron was this. like eighties, right? Yes. Bad Company. I mean, he was in a ton so, of stuff. Um, I'm yeah, in a lot of big movies of his age that I have never seen. Sadly. Starman, I yeah, Starman, I don't know. Thunderbolt and Light, yeah. So okay, so I'm when I think Jeff Bridges, I think like sorry, guys, I think, he was in the Last Unicorn. He was in Lassie. Lassie. Wait, he was in Lassie, like the Lassie, the TV like, series. Like he was, the, yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. But um, it says he was uncredited, so. Like where's where's some recent roles that I attribute to Jeff Bridges? Hold on. Uh, he was like, in the Kingsman movie. Yep, Iron Man. Yeah, Iron I don't Man. think Hell or High Water. Iron Man. I always brain fart and attribute Guardians Crazy Heart. Two to him for. A well, you second. haven't seen you haven't seen True Grit, but you should. Um, he was good in Seventh K- Son. You can go ahead and skip that movie. Uh, he was good in K Pax. <laughs> R.I.P.D. You can also skip that one. <laughs> what? Is, what is the seventh? Oh, I remember this now. <laughs> it, okay. it has um, Julia Moore in that one in too. It. I think the seventh. The but seventh son actually it. like it. Actually, it's about the seventh son of the seventh son. I was bored within seven minutes. It was a pretty terrible movie. I couldn't finish it. About as terrible as that joke. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> wait, was that a joke? <laughs> I, that's the point. He was in The Giver. That was okay. What's your point? There are all these, like, I attribute him to being a free spirit and kind of this, like, 
happy-go-lucky or like good-natured from, kind of from person. From Iron and Man, that makes you think. <laughs> not from Iron Man. Not from Iron Man. That sorry, I should have brought that up. In true grit, like, I mean, Rooster seems pretty like carefree. Actually, he's fair enough. I mean, this is this is the movie where that happened. Yeah, yeah where that yeah where but like create but uh, and, but also in in nature like or nature in like real life too right. Well, like, I think he always was this he, way. He had some comment about how this like a joke that this was based on him or something like the coen brothers met him as a teenager or something this was him and those apparently those jelly sandals were actually his <laughs> um but he was always acting to be i mean they they tried to make him hollywood leading man for much of the 80s and 90s and um i think he did this movie and he kind of rolled with it after that be a little bit more chill and bearded <laughs> who is your favorite character in this Lauren? um none of them none i thought, them. I thought you, you liked philip seymour hoffman yeah i enjoyed him but that's pretty bad if that's my favorite character in this movie i just love how like proper he was even when he was calling jeff bridges character Dude. like the dude yeah or like like he was just so polite and everything yeah. it was just like i think that is why i liked his character the most yeah re- if you ever rewatch this movie just make sure you watch him every minute he's on screen he is doing something funny every yeah like when he when he lets uh lebowski into the the bigger lebowski's quarters he just has like that kind of he droops into that bow with like oh, <laughs> he is so great oh I also enjoyed the ferret. No, the ferret was good. <laughs> um, hopefully PETA wasn't called. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that was a stuffed animal in the actual <laughs> water. What, what they called a marmot? A marmot, yeah. <laughs> nice marmot. A lot of good lines and in that bathroom. And they kept ta- talking about the terrier, whatever kind of terrier it was, as a Pomeranian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you're not a golfer. I think in that scene, I was paying more attention to, like, the half and half everywhere. I was like, that looks so gross. <laughs> that can't be good. And the guy peeing in the background. Ugh. Is there a story behind the White Russians? Or was that just something they wrote in the script and they just stayed there? <clears throat> I'm not sure. But it inspired many people to drink that drink for years Yeah, to and come. it had something to do with Caucasians and the Russian area location careful man there's a beverage here the caucuses yep that one caucus <laughs> mountains I mean, john i totally get your aversion to john goodman in this movie but his performance to just stay that unhinged and over the top wait for the whole did movie. i say i had an aversion no, no, to john goodman? Saying no. Laura, lauren's lauren had a hard time oh, okay coming up Okay, yeah. Coming around on him. Uh, I thought, I thought you could tell. You can that. tell, like, how into the role he was. Like, even the shots where he's not supposed to do anything, like, where he's just walking somewhere. He walks, yeah, it, like, like, super goofy. And it, it. Like, I hate the character, but I appreciate him in the role. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, like, he's screwing up everything. He's basically Steve Buscemi <laughs> in Armageddon. Market a zero! Market a zero! <laughs> I had. A, that scene. I don't know if I can even laugh at that. Like, that is just the epitome of just awful human beingness there. Pulling a gun on somebody. I mean, it just goes to show, like, you know, this movie was made in the, you know, the prosperous late 90s. Nothing bad was ever going to happen ever again. And 
for that the the whole gun violence thing makes that seem I I can't. That's I can't, why I'm saying he would not yeah. be an enjoyable person on Twitter no. right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Going through the 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 cast though, I mean, I the guy who plays uh, we should probably get his name Zach. The guy who plays the actual Big Lebowski. Uh, David Huddleston. Yeah, he is a he is a staple of um he played he was in a couple Coen Brother movies I he believe. He just made me think of the guy from A Wonderful Life or whatever it is. He is excellent, you know. Just, just so many people come in here and just throw fastballs, like, uh, um, like Ben was saying, Peter Stormare as um, one of the nihilists, Uli, Carl Hungus, like he's great in the porno. <laughs> he's great when he's just well, chasing down people. Well, I love, I love the first shot of him when uh, Lebus is like, he won't mind Willie. Oh, he's a nihilist. He doesn't care about anything. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> these men are cowards, Donnie. Um, so, and then, like we already mentioned, Totoro just blowing the doors off things. I think Julianne Moore is. I mean, I, I guess Ben didn't say he didn't like her, but she is. Oh no, she's awesome! Yeah, she's hilarious, and so is uh, David Thwellis, who plays her friend, who just laughs. In that, scene. <laughs> that is the weird scene. That will probably be my weirdest scene in the movie. Is where they're. Just... I was I was reading up on that. Apparently, they felt like that scene had too much exposition. So apparently, it's like a. So they decided to add te- an irritant. <laughs> yeah. So it well it, it's apparently it might be a film technique or something like that. From or maybe I was misreading it. Called Knox Harrington. And so they just named the character Knox Harrington. <laughs> and so um, awesome. I had to go back. I didn't recognize him at all. And so I had to go back and be like, oh, it was that guy? It's Professor Crazy. Lupin. Yeah. What? Or Ares. Yeah. That's who that is. <laughs> oh, my God. It is. Ares from what? I'm assuming he played a Wonder guy. Woman. Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, I fr- that's I forgot a about spoiler. That <laughs> Oops. Uh, oh, shit. Should, yeah. should we cut that? Um, eh. Um, hey, spoiler for Wonder Woman, <laughs> Captain America is better. A couple, there's also a couple uh, musician cameos in this movie. Uh, Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers plays one of the. He was one of the, one nihilist, of the nihilists, right? Yeah. And uh, Amy Mann is mm-hmm. the nihilist girlfriend. Yep, the nine-toed woman. The nine-toed woman. But um, Ben, what if you had to pick one scene to be your favorite scene? What would it be? And oh. you other two can chime in after Ben if you like. Um. Uh, I mean, I, I guess, like, scene-wise is the discussion they're having um, at the lane, and then the Jesus walks well, you, up. You have to be more specific. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and he just... Uh, the, the Jesus. Yeah, the, <laughs> but the line... You the fuck li- with the Jesus. Nobody fucks the, with the Jesus. The line where he just goes, if you you try that and pull gun on, pull a gun in the middle of our game, I'll take it away from you stick it up your ass and pull the trigger till it goes click that scene makes me laugh out loud every single time i watch it like the conversation they have before is great but then leading up to what might be the best line totoro will ever have in anything is just phenomenal i i can't not laugh at that scene I don't know, I guess if I had to pick a scene, it wouldn't even necessarily be the entire scene, so much as just when the ashes hit Jeff Bridges. 
Like, that is the only time in this movie I think I actually laughed out loud. <laughs> that was so bad. Well, and it, it's also the culmination of their friendship in terms of... How shitty Walter so is. Long, yeah, for, and for so long... Walter makes Donnie's death about him. <laughs> well, to be fair, it was about the people and the, those who lost their lives in Vietnam. Like, I really him. thought it was going to come out in this movie that he was never in the war. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently... Now that I mention it, I feel like I read that that was actually in an original draft, hmm. That's but so they took great. it out. Yeah, I just I love that culmination of their friendship where you see Walter be vulnerable and kind of self-conscious for the first time, and at the at the opposite end you see Jeff Bridges. He got he's gotten frustrated a couple times throughout the movie, but at his ve- like he's absolutely had it with Walter's mm-hmm. shit at this point, and you just see him like let loose and I don't know it's it's endearing somehow because you like these two people are like lauren said like arguably super annoying individually and uh do not compliment each other in any way during this film uh but yeah somehow they're tied at the hip i just love another reason i like that scene is because it put the image in my mind of steve buscemi surfing it's like Mm -hmm. i can't imagine that (laughs) (laughs) yeah walter for us violent as he is like emotionally and almost physically i guess phys- often physically as you say did there you is, see what he did to the car <laughs> there is there is a lot of softness to the guy that's under and you can buy that side of him too yeah, like i mean they did get five or they did get in and out <laughs> yes <laughs> and then but even like off screen you don't even hear him on the phone call after that scene the the car and the in and out like you can just tell he's being so apologetic and you can you can hear his voice in your head even though you don't actually hear him as and then one of the best sight gags of the movie it, it when right after uh the dude sets up the door so it can't with the <laughs> chair and it goes up the door opens the other way yeah, um that's true i did yeah. laugh out loud at that moment too <laughs> um there's so many great little visual gags in this movie like uh when he's at jackie treehorn's house and he like rubs the paper oh, yeah it's just like the it's no just like do. what the fuck is this thing <laughs> i just love that it's there's like julianne moore's entrance oh yeah she comes screaming out of nowhere <laughs> yeah. and uh and the, just the cutaways of that the follow-up scene with the with the david Thwellis character as well just the laughing like those wide shots are just perfect. There's both of them laughing like idiots. Getting so, it's the laughs are hilarious, and then the way that they're laughing is actually funny as well. I don't know. There's still, like I said, still a lot to really like in this movie. Yeah, I, 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 I did feel it soften a little bit for me. Uh, Twenty years later, um, but I'm glad it seems that Ben, or I'm sorry, uh, Lauren and John did find some enjoyment in it, even if it took two thirds of the movie for one of <laughs> yeah. you. Would you recommend this movie to other people, Lauren? Or Um, yes, just because it's so beloved by so many that I'd be like, I might not have loved the whole thing, but so many other people do, so you should give it a try. <laughs> okay. I'm shocked we got two of you that hadn't seen this movie though. I'm it's it's such a been a, such a staple of people I mean our you'll, age. You'll find that a lot of movies that came out in those decades i haven't seen yeah unless it was a disney movie <laughs> i just find it hard for anybody that went to college for four years to have not seen this movie she was rewatching um, the lion king 
I was rewatching Fight Club. I didn't have friends. <laughs> you had at least somebody, right? Yeah. No. I did. Okay, good. And John was in Toronto. Does anybody have some final thoughts on the Big Lebowski? Actually, I want to see like, okay, uh, we did favorite scene, but favorite line. Um, I can't remember any. Zach, what about you? I mean, obviously, you're not a golfer. Is pretty great. Uh, John, what about you? Like there were so many. Like honestly, I had to, I, I would have to go back. But the one that stands out is, yeah. Well, I just jerk off. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, like, it's just. I think. I think for me, it's. I don't know why. Just the the line it gets me every time was the one with the Jesus, and then I also love when. Just like when, that, you keep calling well, him the Jesus. Well, he is the Jesus, and nobody fucks with him. But um, when but like. When His Le- name is Jesus. It's not the Jesus. <laughs> when just because the dude. <laughs> so when when dude gets out of one limo and then no, he just you say dude and not the when, dude. When he gets out and then gets his arm twisted and gets put into another limo, just the careful man. There's a beverage here. That I don't know why, but that line I. It just it makes me laugh every time. Just like he's so awkward holding his his white Russian try not to spill it while he's being like strong-armed into someone's car um i think uh he's flunking social studies is up there as well um when he's (laughs) and um for an exchange um bunny saying i'll suck your cock for a thousand cock for a thousand dollars and then him following it up with um let me just go to a cash machine (laughs) was pretty funny as well um but tara reed She'll never be better than this movie, right? The whole five minutes she has in it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the Sharknado movie, so. Oh, also, he fixes the cable is a classic line as well. <laughs> you can imagine where it goes from here. I still can't believe that dog survived this movie, you guys. <laughs> I really thought, like, no joke, I thought that scene, that first scene with the dog, a bowling ball was going to get dropped on it. But that's that's how, like, <laughs> that's how good Walter can be, though. Like, he does care for that dog. A he dog does murder? take care of it. Oh, I'm like, that's how good he can be. It's like, no, that's not funny. <laughs> I get what you're saying now. It's like, yeah, he's like a, sh- he's a shitty person, but he also, like, he does have that vulnerability. He cares about that dog because he cares about his ex-wife. I think that's going to do it for The Big Lebowski. Join us next week for the aforementioned Deadpool 2, a movie I did not enjoy the sequel, prequel, the original. What do we call that? The first the original one. first movie. The first movie. I think I'm the only one to not enjoy that first movie, correct? Yeah. I still really enjoyed it. I'm not like, I didn't freak out about it as much as most people, but it's still pretty high up there for me. Ben freaked out about it, right? Yeah, that's like a 9 out of 10 for me. That movie's awesome. Um, it's not, but we'll let you keep thinking that. I mean, everyone else thinks so. John, what did you think <laughs> of the, dead, the original Deadpool? I liked it a lot. Okay. Well, you might have one of those classic Everybody Gangs Up on Zach episodes next week. Oh, I miss um, those. We haven't so had those. They're super fun when you get ganged up on. <laughs> so if you enjoy that... Um, we might have one of those again, though I have heard, <laughs> I have heard some people who did not enjoy the first one enjoyed the second one more. I still don't so, believe there are other people who didn't enjoy the first one. There's that? I don't know. Well, my Twitter feed, which is curated to my taste, I'm going to find some of those people in my, my film Twitter 
But um, yeah, Deadpool 2. Go see it. I'm Zach Goldenberg. You can find our writings at middleofrow.com. You can also new posts for all these episodes show up there as well. But the best way to listen to this podcast is to subscribe to wherever you like to get podcasts. And uh, we're probably on there, maybe, hopefully. And um, you can follow me at Zach Oldenburg, wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. It's probably me. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can follow me on Twitter at, at the Grigsby Bear. <clears throat> you can also follow all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. And you can also follow us on Twitter for updates when we post written content or when we post podcast episodes. And that's at Middle of Row. Hashtag know the. Um, and I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Deadpool 2. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road. Take me down, little Susie, take me down. I know you think you're the queen of the underground. Send me dead flowers.